You know, people say that time heals, but it doesn't. The only the only true healer is Christ. So mm. you are listening to the Rep and Hope podcast, a platform that inspires and allows individuals to share their stories. My name is Oliver Jervis, your host, and I'll be sitting down with people from all over the country eager to tell you how God has showed up, touched their lives, and continues to move. Rep and Hope is posted weekly, and for 15 minutes, we will go on a journey together and embrace the hope God provides for each of us. You better buckle up, because the podcast starts now. What's up, Rep and Hope? Thank you for coming back and tuning in and clicking that link for the, the third week in our second story time. I just want to thank you for all the love and the support. And, you know, you may have picked up last week. I did lie to you guys. I did say that episodes were going to be 12 to 15 minutes. But as I was doing last week's interview, I realized that was just too short of a time to get the true grasp on a person's story. So I'm changing it to 15 to 20 minutes. I hope that doesn't change your opinion on listening to it. But it is what it is. So welcome back. Like I said, we have a new guest. Her name is Lainey. So if you want to introduce yourself, Lainey. Hi, super excited to be here and thanks for having me. No problem. It was it was an easy pick, you know. I was like, all right, I had Jadir last week. Who do I want to follow him up with a good story? And I was like, you know, I'm gonna go all the way down to Kentucky and pick you. So I just want to thank you for being willing and hopping on with me. It, it really does mean a lot. But first things first, if I'm someone that doesn't know you, how would you describe yourself? What are some things that we need to know about Lainey? Um Okay, I play soccer at West Virginia State University, even though I'm from Kentucky. I'm about to finish my freshman year up, and I'm enthusiastic and a pretty passionate person about whatever, a lot of things, so that's it. All right, nice. So you play soccer. What uh, what position in soccer do you play? I'm the left center back. Left center back. All right. I don't, What? that's defense? <laughs> Yes, defense. All right, nice. Okay, cool. All right, so you you're left center back. You go to West Virginia State University. What's your major? Uh, double majoring in political science and psychology. All right, you know what you want to do with that yet? Hopefully, go to law school and be a lawyer. We'll see right. where God <laughs> takes me. <laughs> wow. All right, nice. I like that. I, I'm very optimistic. Double major. How do you how do you do, how do you do a double major? Isn't that so tough? It's a little bit tough, but just staying motivated and working hard because with soccer and any sport, you know, you have to have a schedule down to be able to get everything. So I've figured out how to schedule things, but I'm sure it's going to be more difficult in the later years in uh, college. Yeah, yeah, you're a freshman, right? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. So time management is going to be huge for you, but I mean, it seems like you're doing well, so that's great. And then what else? You said you're a very passionate person. I want to talk about that for a second. So for everyone listening, I know Lainey because we went to a move conference back in January. I talked about it on our last episode, Jadir, and a bunch of different colleges come together, a bunch of different student athletes come together in Lancaster, PA. And we just enjoy, I think it's like 48 hours a fellowship if even if that I don't know I don't think it's that long um and yeah I met I met Lainey here with three of her West Virginia State buddies and I think passion is a perfect word because we got to bond during that conference but I think what two weeks ago she sends out or posts on her snapchat story hey guys bible study if you want to join so I'm like oh obviously like I'm going to support anybody that's going to try to start up a bible study you know what I mean and you said the word passionate. I can just tell you're passionate because, Lainey, do you want to describe what gave you the inspiration to do this Bible study and kind of like the layout of it? 
um, basically, I just felt like God wanted me to help, you know, unite people during this difficult time and show that the church isn't just a physical place. You know, it's a community of believers and we need to be there for each other. So I just wanted to get people from all over the United States and even other countries. You know, we had a girl from England in, so it's pretty exciting. Yeah, without a doubt. I've, I know I've enjoyed it. I never would have thought or pictured myself on a, a Bible study with people from West Virginia, Kentucky. Uh, but hey, it's it's been awesome. You did a great job. I think the first week we did every single day. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was a lot of commitment, but you did a great job leading that. So I just want to you know give you some encouragement. Just keep going. I know we're still doing it. I think Sundays and Thursdays. So anybody that wants to be a part of a, a different community of believers, if you want to get a different perspective on things, I'm going to put the link in, in my bio on Instagram. Laney's going to have it. So anyone can join. Give that a little shout out. Thank but, you. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Um, but without further ado, we're going to get into the, the main point of this podcast is to share your story. And I know just from the little bit you've told me, you have a really incredible story, um, a lot of growth, a lot of development in your life. Mm-hmm. So I just want to hand it over to you. What What do you want to share with the listeners? Um, I just want to share the story of honestly hope. So I think this is a perfect you know, podcast for me to share my story because Whenever I was 16 years old, I was assaulted by someone that I trusted, and life got really difficult after that, so um, I started drinking, and I didn't go to school for a couple months, actually, which is pretty unheard of for me because (laughs) I love school. Um, So anyways, we, my family, I was really scared to tell my family because, um, you know, I was threatened and I was threatened by my abuser, so I did not tell anyone for a couple months, and then finally I told my best friend, and she was like, you know, you have to tell someone about this, you know, or else I'm going to tell, so finally I told my parents, and they handled it wonderfully, you know, got me away from the situation, away from school, and they were so supportive through everything, but during this time, you know, I lost faith. I lost my faith in God. And I was really angry with him. So I just turned to every other form to try to heal myself, you know, drinking, other things that were not good for me to do, you know, (laughs) drugs (laughs) and, you know, like boys and all that stuff. And I just tried to heal the heart, heal the hole in my heart. But none of that worked, you know, until I really had a deep relationship with Christ. And then I was able to stop those things. That's awesome. So you say you you found this deep relationship with Christ. Was there a point in time where you kind of were like, all right, I need something more than drinking or drugs or boys or whatever? Was there a point where you're like, this isn't healing my heart. I need I need something to really lift me up. Yeah, for sure. I just, you know, I went through three years of having panic attacks and anxiety and depression, you know, not wanting to get up, just having problems whenever anyone would mention abuse in any way, you know, I would just go back to square one. And I thought that keeping on doing everything that I was doing would eventually heal me. You know, people say that time heals, but it doesn't. The only the only true healer is Christ. So mm. at the MOVE conference, I went to that with you, you know, that's how we met. And I just felt, I just felt healed for the first time ever. You know, I just felt 
that night when we were laying on those uncomfortable beds, I just felt like a calm wash over me. And I knew then that I had to change my life to really be healed, you know, let him into my life and give him the opportunity to heal me because I'd shut him out for so long. Wow. Yeah, I remember I remember meeting you. I think the really cool thing about like this podcast and the ability to share stories is when you look at somebody, you just don't know. You don't know what their stories, you don't know where they've come from, what they've been through. And I think that's exactly what happened with you. Like I see you, you're walking up and you're like, oh, all right. Hi, how are you? Like we, you know, just the normal dialogue between people, but I would have never known what was going on behind the scenes. I wouldn't have known that the person that just showed up to a Christian camp really was in a rough part in her faith where she was kind of shutting out God. Like I would have never known that, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. And hearing that from the time I we met to the time that conference was over, which was, like I said, less than 48 hours, you've decided, you decided, you know what, I need a relationship with Christ. I need to get back and allow God to take over my life and be the center of my life. And that's so encouraging. But I think what's really awesome is the growth you've had. So, you know, you make this decision at the MOVE conference. Can you just kind of illustrate, like, or just tell us about the growth you've seen in your life, the changes, um, adversity you've kind of overcome through that? Yeah, for sure. So basically I decided to not drink and not, you know, participate in any illicit activities or anything with men in any way. You know, I decided to be single, take my period of singleness and, you know, really flourish in it and appreciate it. So that was kind of difficult for me because my friends knew me as someone who was, you know, a party animal drinking all the time, loved, loved it. And then all of a sudden I just went like cold turkey, you know, never, never haven't drank since move. So that was a little difficult. And then also, you know, just staying, staying strong in my faith and being able to still have the same friends, but let them know that I'm not judging them for their actions, you know, just, try to guide them towards Christ, but understanding that not everyone's in the same walk of faith as I am. Mm. I think that's really, that's awesome. Going cold Turkey is so difficult. And no matter what you're going cold Turkey on, just dropping a habit you've developed is so hard. And I think you can attest that the only way to do that is with Jesus, right? with the help of God, um, especially with I what you dropped like three or four different activities. You just dropped it and you're like, God, I'm not going to be able to do this without you. Please take the wheel. Um, <laughs> shout out exactly. to Carrie Underwood. <laughs> um, Love her. Love a little country artist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think a lot of people listening kind of have the same experience where they are afraid of what their friends will think. They're afraid of how people will perceive them if they decide to make this change, if they decide, you know what, I don't want to be half in, I want to be all the way in with my faith. So if you could just talk to that, like, you know, talk about maybe the struggles or, you know, what made it a little bit easier to kind of do this whole transformation, especially when it comes to the opinions of your friends. Um, Yeah. So just understanding that lukewarm faith is not where it's at. You know, you have to be all in. And whenever you truly make that commitment, you know, the activities that you once wanted to participate in, you can't really bring Jesus to those, you know. So that decision was relatively easy for me, even though it won't be for everyone. So for the people who might struggle with that, just remembering that, 
you know, God wants to be with you at all times. He wants to be in your life and he wants to take your friends with him too, but you have to be patient, you know, just because you're the one who's planting the seeds doesn't mean you're going to sow the benefits and the rewards of them being a full Christian. So staying patient, but also staying faithful, you know, not, not subjecting yourself to uncomfortable situations that you know you won't be able to stay strong in. So if that means, you know, getting rid of, not necessarily getting rid of, but socially, but distancing yourself from certain people, you'll be able to, you know, fully grow and be strong with that, with those commitments you've made to the Lord. Mm, that's, that's wise. I like, I like that, uh, you know, you may be the one planting the seed, but you may not be sowing the the benefits. And I think that's a hard concept to kind of wrap our head around, especially like, you know, as athletes, we always want to be the one that we put in the work and then we want to see the outcome. You know what I mean? Right. So I think that's really encouraging what you just said, where it's like anyone out there that wants to make that next step and be all the way in, in their faith. You have to realize that people are going to probably judge you. You know, people are going to question your decision. And not everyone's going to follow along, but by you making that decision to go all the way in by committing your life to Christ, you're planting a seed in their heart just by your actions, by your words. Yeah, they may not commit their life to Christ while you're in their life, but that's a seed that's going to grow. That's a seed that God's going to work at. That's what God's going to pull at. So don't be upset if your friends don't follow along, you know? Exactly. But. So, uh, okay, so you've gone through assault, you were depressed, you were, you were down, and then, you know, you, you've turned to these, these things that kind of make the heart hard, and you decide, you know what, I need something more, so you gave your life to Christ, awesome, decided to change all your, your, your habits, what's life look like for you right now? Oh, man, <laughs> a lot more beautiful, for sure. I, well, I hadn't gone to church in a long time, and then I had a mentor right after Move, Carly, she's awesome, incredible. I shared with her a little bit about Move and my testimony, and she put that on Facebook, you know, and she, and I texted my mom, and I said, this was right around the same time, and I said, what if God wants me to, like, minister or speak about, you know, my testimony, and she said, well, that's what you'll do. The next week, Carly said, hey, Lainey, my pastor, you know, read about your testimony on Facebook, and he wants you to speak at my church. And I was like, what? That is insane. Like, it takes God a week, you know, a week to move whenever you're fully committed to him mm-hmm. and fully engrossed in, within him. And so now I go to that church, and it's amazing. I just really feel, for the first time, like a church family, and I've never had that. So it's awesome. I really miss them over there. Shout out CCFC. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of shout outs going on. That's, yeah. that is, that is awesome. That's really cool. How did that go? How did it go uh, when you shared at the church? It was good. Like I was so nervous, you know, nothing can really prepare you for your first time speaking live, you know, but mm-hmm. I, I just felt a big weight off my shoulders knowing that I was following what God wanted me to follow. You know, finally, finally giving into his plan and purpose for me. So it was, it was really incredible. Um, and such a blessing. That is awesome. I'm so happy to hear that you found a, 
a church, a, a family. Wait, is that by West Virginia State University? Yeah, it's about 15 minutes away. That's awesome. I'm so happy for you. God really, it's so cool that like God only needs a little bit of movement to make yeah. huge waves. Only, only a little bit. It literally just yeah. was you saying, I need God. That's it. And then he's like, all right, perfect. I'm here. Let's go. <laughs> He said, yep, buckle and up. And he just filled it all up, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. All right. So I, we are running out of time here, but I do want, you know, either a verse or a tip of advice for anybody listening that could be going through the same thing, anything that kind of gave you hope in, in darkness. Um, so all you, what do you got to say? Um, a verse that really stuck with me is 1 Corinthians 16, 14. That says, let all things that you do be done in love. And I just think that, Loving God first and foremost and loving other people, you know, even those who may hurt you is so, so important. And also loving yourself and loving all of God's creation. So, wow. I, I like that. I, the first greatest commandment is to love God. Second greatest commandment is to love your neighbors. And you have to love yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In our Bible study, the Bible study you lead, I think we were talking about love and we someone said like we don't know what true love is until we know the perfect love love of god amen that that's so powerful well laney i'm just so happy for you i'm happy to be along the ride with your growth seeing the growth in you seeing how you've taken leaps of faith with sharing your testimony starting a bible study increasing the the bible study at your on your campus like you've grown so much in just the last five months since move and it's just so encouraging to see that uh inspirational to be honest so yeah just thank you for sharing thank you for coming on and being open with us well thank you so much for having me this has been such a pleasure and thank you for joining the bible study and giving us a shout out you know oh no doubt you you gotta shout out the the kentuckians (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if that's podcast But for if everyone's listening here, I do have an email now. It is reppin.hope at gmail.com. If you have a story you want to share and you don't know how to get in contact with me, send me an email. I would love to get you on here, Port, because at the end of the day, these stories are for you. These stories are by you. And we just want to give some hope. We want to see God move, not just in the people sharing stories, but the people that are receiving them as well. But yeah, that's all I got. Lane, if you want to say peace out. Bye, guys. Thank you, Ollie. Uh, Thank you. All right, Rep and Hope, I'm out. Peace. God bless.